Meg. I got a couple jokes for you. Loves it. I remembered this time. Good job. No, I didn't. Mr. Boo Boo sent them to me. <laughs> so God only knows what these are going to be. Uh, we can start off with the mild ones. Yeah, start mild and go then go bad. I mean, it's not real bad. Okay. It's really not real bad. Okay. <clears throat> I woke up at 3 a.m. to see the ghostly specter of Gloria Gaynor standing at the foot of my bed. At first, I was afraid. <laughs> You I was it. petrified. Yeah, I didn't know if you'd get it. Oh, yeah. That sound really loud on there. That's, you should see the, the whatever they are. No, of course That's I know that. One. I like that First one. I was afraid. I was, I was petrified. petrified. Come on, guys. I will survive. I'm sure a lot of people got that one. That's not bad. Okay, another one. I'm going to have to do a terrible accent, and I apologize in advance. <clears throat> Why do French ghosts smell so bad? Why? They are how you say covered in sheet. <laughs> Your husband actually wrote you have to use the accent. That was actually good though. That's a good one. Covered in sheet, sheet. guys, sheet. sheet, like or shit. Shit. Sheet, sheet shit. That's why they smell bad. Get it? That was a good one. Get it. Got it. Good. Hello and welcome to Lunatic Soup, the podcast where we go into all things wild, weird, and unknown. We're your host, Meg. And I'm Raina. Ready to brew up some Lunatic Soup? Let's go. cider for a while now. I got it last fall in Leavenworth, Washington. Yes. And if anybody is familiar with Leavenworth, Washington, it is a Bavarian town. Yep. Which I thought it was like an actual Bavarian town, but it turns out it was no. just like a tourist trap. Yeah, it's a tourist mm-hmm. thing. But it's a really it's cute, really, fun. really cute little, I haven't actually been since I was a kid, to be honest, but really? I really want to go. Yeah, I want to go to the post hotel there, um, except they don't serve booze, but you, you can bring your own. Oh, I don't know that one. Still offensive. It's like this beautiful resort. Like, That's it. yeah, the indoor pool is insane. It looks like you're in like, I don't know, almost like you're in somewhere in Greece or something. It's gorgeous. Very fancy, nice hotel. We almost went for our wedding anniversary one year, but then it was too far of a drive. Yeah, it, it's about three hours. From yeah, us. I'm not a road trip person. Three hours is full. That's it's too far time. in a car for me. Two is my max. We, I mean, I'll do it, but we usually go in the winter time, and they have all the Christmas lights yep. up, which is beautiful. Last year, I went in the fall, which was awesome. Yeah. And they have Goose Ridge Orchards, which is a winery and cider place up yeah. there. And so I went and I had a flight when my, my cousins were in town. When yes, we went up yeah, there. I remember you And going. It, was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was so good. And this was my favorite one. It's the Blood Orange. It is uh, 6% alcohol by volume. And it is made out of just blood orange and a, a hard apple cider. Lovely. We just had to pause because my youngest was banging on the door where we record because, you know. Point proven. We cannot get a moment. Talk, and she's like, statement. Mom, can I wear my pajamas over to Meg's house? Because we're going there for a fire pit night. <laughs> yes. Yes. Even though they're full fleece pajamas, footy I mean, pajamas. That it's 75 eight, degrees outside. Yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. fine. Anyways, let's open this. Do you shirt. have a, yeah, this has a, whatever. A beer, op- beer top? Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I'm really excited. Blood orange is one of my favorite flavors. So I'm excited about this one. I know it's not your top favorite, but... I don't dislike it, though. I'm, like, it's not something I dislike. I just, um... 
Stop trying to make it perfectly level. Evens. Even right. Steven. Let's try it. Oh, it's a it. beautiful color. That color says fall to me. It also is a really pretty bottle. It looks like a mini champagne bottle, which yeah. you know I love. Okay. Oh. That is good. It's, really it's definitely on the sweeter side. It is, but like we've, really we've had good. a lot of blood orange ones before. I think this one's my favorite. Um, I, what I don't like about normal blood orange ones is they're, they can be very bitter. Sometimes they're mm -hmm. very orange rindy. Yes. Um, this this one's is not, not at all. Mm -mm. I'm not but even going to add lime to see, this. See, and I want to add lime. You want to add lime? for me. Yep. Like, it's not, it, I just think, oh, lime will make it better for a lime. But I'm not mad about it. Limey, limey. Make mine a sour slut. What's well, new? She yeah. is a sour slut. I mean, you I said mean, it. I did. <laughs> Whoopsie. All right. What are we talking about today, Meg? So today we are going to talk about something that we have referenced in other episodes. Yes. This is about the stone tape theory or residual haunting. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about that, about how areas that have a lot of bad stuff happen are usually haunted in some way, yeah. shape, or form. Um, the stone tape theory is a theory that not all ghosts and hauntings are of spirits of deceased people, but rather energetic imprints, usually of traumatic events. Um, specifically, it's thought that objects such as rocks, trees, buildings, and other spaces um, act as analog tape recordings, mm -hmm. um, much like how we can record events on film. And essentially, these events, quote, record into the environment and replay under certain Wild. conditions. Because everyone remember, everything is energy. Everything is energy and you cannot destroy energy. Yep. And also everything like nature absorbs that mm -hmm. shit. So yeah. Yeah. go hug a tree and see what happens. The energy you feel from that tree, wild. Have you ever hugged a tree? Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I love my trees because I fully believe that they're alive. I mean, they are alive. Have you ever I... asked a tree branch to touch you? Mm -mm. We'll do it tonight at the fire pit night. This is really? something, this is something fun guys. Okay. All right. So we're going to have to film it. We'll film it. But the next time you're around a tree that like a branch is on the lower side, you like say like speak to the tree and say like can you touch me and the branch will touch you really yep oh it's, I'm excited to try it's like a, I mean it's energy at the end of the day everything's energy. energy we're so, energy we are the cider's energy it's giving me energy that's not true it's making me tired I know me same I just <laughs> slap myself wake up so this theory has been floating around for about two hundred years um, its roots started when scientists and philosophers tried to provide a natural explanation to supernatural experiences. Mm -hmm. um, it was referred to as place memory mm -hmm. back Which makes then. Sense. Yep. Yep, but only within the last 50 years or so has it changed to stone tape theory. Mm -hmm. And I think even more, you know, currently it is residual hauntings. Yes. One of the original key fig figures in the stone tape theory was a man named Charles Babbage. And he was born in um, 1791 in England and he's well known as a polymath. So a okay. polymath means that you are an expert in many different things. Okay. So he's got a lot of credit. Okay. okay? Smart dude. He's not just somebody that's made things up. He was right. a mathematician, a philosopher, an inventor. He was said to be the father of the computer because he invented the groundworks for the modern day computer. Interesting. Yeah. He so like Einstein, um, one of Babbage's theories was, and this was before Einstein, obviously, um, it was because everything is made of energy, which is true, mm -hmm. and energy cannot be destroyed, which mm -hmm. is also true that because of this, it just stays locked in place forever okay. or moving forever, forever. one of the two. Um, through this, he speculated that words, which are made of energy, that are spoken leave a permanent impression in the air that become inaudible over time due to the transfer of motion between particles. This is a lot. Whoa. This is a lot. 
Um, but he believed that there are some people who are able to hear or understand these impressions a long time later. So if you're more of a sensitive person, right. maybe you could hear those words because they don't disappear. They just which is what I feel like happens with us mm-hmm. a lot, or like when I'm when we're at a place that's very old that had a lot of trauma, and mm-hmm. you can feel that when we say feel that energy. Hear it, that's, some people hear yeah. hear things. I don't hear it. I just feel it. But. I have heard things before. I've heard words yeah. spoken before, and it's weird. Yeah, because then you think you're just insane. Well, I always think I'm insane. Maybe. So what's new? Maybe. Maybe. Um, Babbage wrote a chapter in a book called, ready, on the permanent impression of our words and actions on the globe we inhabit. Dang. This is, this is some, this is some deep stuff. And we're going to go into residual hauntings later and stories of that. Yeah. But I want to lay the groundwork for it first. And I also want to say just like when you're talking about energy and everything that like anybody who's listening who is like a skeptic of this, this is not like us theorizing that energy is everything is energy. This is like literally scientifically proven. This is not like us sitting here being like, oh, this is our witchy woo-woo side. No, this is like fact. Yeah. Now the, the, there is the theory that words could be heard later. That is a theory based on the fact that we know. Okay. But that part hasn't been proven, but but there's enough of us that have experienced it. But the fact that everything is energy. Right. And that energy cannot be destroyed. Destroyed Mm -hmm. is fact. Yep. Scientific fact. Yeah, this isn't yeah. woo-woo stuff. It's like when we talk about yeah. our crystals, they have a vibration because everything has a bi- vibration. Yep. It's moving atoms. And yep. something with a higher vibration is going to have a more positive effect on you than something yep. with a lower vibration. Yep, which is why we like the crystals. And again, some They're people look at that. They're just rocks at the end of the day. No, they are but... just rocks. But they absorb the energy of the earth. Mm-hmm. And then it, there it is. But and it is everything is energy. So just remember mm-hmm. that, y'all. Yep. If you're a skeptic, remember that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that really long book title that I'm not going to read again... Babbage wrote, The air itself is one vast library, on whose pages are forever written all that man has ever said or woman whispered. There, in their mutable but unerring characters, mixed with the earliest as well as the latest size of morality, stand forever recorded vows unredeemed, promises unfulfilled, perpetuating in the united movement of each particle the testimony of man's changeful will. Everything ever uttered remains. I know, that was a lot. That was heavy. The look on your face right now. I think now. my brain is scrambled, you guys. <laughs> I'm so afraid of what just happened. That's also, like, scary. The air itself is one vast library. Wow. So everything ever uttered remains in the air. That was his theory. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was an 1800s way of saying all that. My head hurts. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This was initially the stone tape theory slash dimensions. Yeah. And I had to stop because the dimension thing needs to be its own episode because it hurts my head. She was texting me some stuff and it, that one already fucks with my head without me researching it. So that will be an interesting one. I mean, like this is. This I'm is... excited for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, the Society of Psychical Research started talking about, quote, place memory. This was the theory used to describe paranormal events that seemed to happen over and over again in specific locations. Mm-hmm. Um, Edwin Gurney and Eleanor Sedwick of the Society of Psychical Research, I don't know, that word doesn't seem real to me, but it is, um, brought forth a theory that certain places or elements, rocks, trees, etc., could record events and play them back later on for certain gifted people. So wow. where, what's his name, Baggins? Babbage, where Babbage, 
Bilbo Baggins. Went straight to Lord of the Rings out of that one. Always. Baggins. Always. There was um, one of our cider places that we normally go to on Thursday nights. They have trivia. Oh, yeah. And so yesterday I almost freaked out and called you guys saying we have to go out tonight because it was trivia night. And I thought it said Peter Jackson trivia night, which you would have hated. But Texas I wouldn't have done well on. We would have aced it. Look, but it wasn't. I have it was gone, something else. I would have gone. You would have gone. And drank happily. Well, you guys were sat there and nerded out. <laughs> and I would have been like, the fuck happened to my life? But in case you're a cider place listening, um, do a Peter Jackson trivia night because we will ace it. Or don't. <laughs> we will ace it. You guys would crush it, actually. I would love... I feel like I need to do a, like a Jeopardy trivia night where... Like, I get the questions, and I ask you in text, like... All the Lord of the Rings uh-huh. questions. I bet you could Google Jeopardy Lord of the Rings. Yeah, there'd be something. Up. And we could see which one of you is smarter with it. I would smoke that competition. I don't know. He He's obsessed, too. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Um, also, we aired an episode... Well, now it was... It aired yesterday for us, but when this comes out, it was like a month ago, but it was our... Um, Gettysburg episode, and we, in it, drink a very spicy oh, cider. my goodness. But my favorite part of this, like, video clip that we have is Meg and Tex fighting over who said to bring the spicy cider up, because it was literally, like, whenever we talk about them fighting like siblings, I was re-watching this, and I was like, that, there it is. It was them, and it's, you're like, well, you said, and then he's like, no, you said, and you're like, and I'm like, the fuck is wrong with both of you? Why the fuck? There's three other ciders and you chose this one? Anyways, but it was hilarious because you guys are fighting like siblings and it was like the epitome of what it's like to be with the three of us. Or you two are either, yeah, nerding out over something or fighting like siblings. And I mean, it's, I I find it funny. I'm not mad about it. I don't know. My husband needs to be given shit often and (laughs) you, you definitely give him the shit that I can't. So... Somebody's got to do they it. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Back back to Stone Tape. <laughs> so where Babbage wrote that everything is energy and energy can't be destroyed and that the words hang in the air. Yes. Um, these two researchers wrote... Oh, I lost my place. Edwin Gurney and Eleanor Sigwit, Eleanor Sigwit wrote that certain elements could record and replay things. Got it. So, so not every place could, but correct. certain ones could. Correct. And then they kind of differentiated the difference between a haunting and a residual haunting. Which we talked about that. Right. And actually, the episode we were just talking about, Gettysburg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Gettysburg, I think, is a perfect example of stone tape theory or mm-hmm. residual hauntings. Mm-hmm. It's something that replays over and over again. But then there are certain areas that are not. Correct. Like Loverboy. Like Loverboy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bed next to you. Because that's not... Resi- that's not... That's not residual. No. That's... Because a haunting... In a regular haunting, the spirit interacts with the living world in some way. Yes. It's either by showing themselves to someone, a poltergeist moving objects um, in the living world, or a demon trying to break down the free will of a person. Like, that's that's what a haunting is. Right. A residual haunting, it's not that the spirit has no interaction between them, the entity, and the human, but that there is a complete lack of interaction. Right. Um, like things, they see things and things happen, but there's no interaction between them. Correct. Like there's just, the event is always the same. 
It is caused because of the same thing every time, either the time of day, the certain time of year, like a specific day of the year, um, before something is going to happen, such as a death or a battle. Like, it's mm. always the same circumstance. And it could consist of smells, sounds, or scenes of apparitions. So that also sounds s- like Bobby Mackey's bar. Yeah. A few things could be... A few things could be yeah. said for that. I totally, yeah. totally agree. Or, like, in Gettysburg, there was always the smell of cigarette smoke. Right. Or cigar smoke. Or people, like, hearing the soldiers yelling. Or or cannon fire or gunfire. Yes, exactly. Like, that That's... would be the perfect example of this. So when we say um, stone tape theory, place memory, residual haunting, it's all the same thing. Okay. Um, these instances, like I said, they do not change. If a woman is always seen at a certain time of day walking down a hall, she will always be seen at that certain time of day walking down the hall. There's no other instances of that spirit. The apparition will never acknowledge anyone who may be watching, and most likely they're not aware of it because it's not a, what's the word, sentient being. They're right. not They're not aware of their surroundings. They're probably not even aware that what they're doing well, or that they're dead, and they might not even be there. Well, that's it. I think it's their residual energy that right. is left on this earth. It's not even their spirit that's still, that is stuck. Mm-hmm. Because there's a difference between a stuck spirit who doesn't know which are poltergeist kind right. of things and people. How they interact with the humans at, in yeah. some way, shape, or yeah. form. Yeah. Um, the theory is that in a residual haunting, the apparition is not an intel- intelligent, sentient being, but rather an echo of the past. Yeah. I like that phrase, the echo of the past. I like that it, too. It depicts something that has already happened. Yeah. And there was such a... It was such a big occurrence yes that it imprinted yeah i mean there's i've heard so many things about like places where there are horrific car accidents where yeah. like someone will be walking but the person doesn't interact with anybody mm-hmm. but it's something that i've heard like in the like people driving down the road and you know in the same situation there's right. a horrific car accident that a certain song will start playing on the radio every right. time that would be even though you're not seeing an apparition that would still be an example yeah. of a residual or haunting. everyone has the same experience driving down this road seeing mm-hmm. the same person over and over again or the Some, same smell the same or smell the same sometimes sound. yes that'll be like obviously there it depends on the situation but a lot of times that it, i feel like that is stone tape theory like when it's something yes. incredibly traumatic yeah um it also could be that the person didn't pass on and they're still there and they're just like trying to flag down too. people for help or something in there. And that that's state. terrifying to me. Yeah, I, that, I don't like that at all. That That's what scares me. I think that scares me too. Yeah. Like more scares me, like not like they're going to hurt me, just scares me that if like something like that happened that I would be stuck in this like... Or someone that we love would be stuck in that Yeah, situation. like would be stuck. Oh. Yeah. Not fun. Mm-mm. According to the theory, energy created um, by emotions, tragic or traumatic events, imprints on physical objects, most commonly stone. That's where stone tape theory comes okay. into because it's like it's it's like it's recording on analog. Oh, tape. stone tape. Oh, yeah. There it is. There I it was is. Wondering. I Boom. Knew, I almost asked at the beginning, and I was like, "Well, she's obviously going to explain this." For those of you who do not know how we do our like podcast, is if you are newer or like just haven't registered yet. Meg is typically the writer of everything, but we have decided that it's more fun for me to figure out what she's talking about for the most part mm-hmm. as she's telling it. Some things obviously I already kind of like know about right. and whatever right. and have insight on. Right. And other things. But it's like fun to be able to figure things out as, as you know, guys are like, like reacting the same. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, that's why sometimes I'm like, oh, now I get that because I will specifically not go and Right. Look for it because I want, like, it's part of the 
At first, I would share the 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 writing with you. I would share the episode with you, and then I decided, wait, I don't want you to know what it's about. I don't want you to see what I also think that my reactions are better when they're authentic. (laughs) Like when we have habanero cider, and then we just both die on, and it burns your nose holes. Or just, yeah, listening to the reactions of different shit because sometimes it's outrageous and you're like, and I'm, well, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Which is probably what the listeners are feeling as well. You know. That's what makes it fun. Isn't it? Yeah. I think. Because isn't that moments that we have every day of our life? Like, what the fuck? Okay. Anyway, so yeah, when these circun- certain circumstances are met or when the circumstances match the same ones as when the, quote, recording took place, uh-huh. someone who is sensitive to those things... Someone like you and I, mm-hmm. or a medium, or just someone who's sensitive to those things, um, can read the energies and may experience the replay. They might hear it, they might smell it, they might see it in their mind's eye, or they might physically I'll see it. I'll be honest, that makes me feel so much better about so many things, because there are so many times when you feel that energy and you're like, is it something negative? Is mm-hmm. it something where, like, knowing that it could just be, like, the energy that's trapped and that's yeah. what you're seeing... Which or replayed. I, yeah, again, this kind of brings me back to Gettysburg again because this was so much in there that was so much in episode. The, yeah. um, but my sister was listening to it yesterday, and she called me. And um, do you remember I was talking about how I was at a certain place, and I said George Washington's house, mm-hmm. and um, oh yeah, so Mount Vernon, where is that? That's in Virginia. Yeah, so we went there. Right? Isn't is Virginia in that area? I'm gonna cut. This I mean, it's not, but I'm pretty sure it is. Because I'm pretty sure we had a tour... Well, no, I'm not pretty sure. I'm positive. We had a tour bus. And are, is that... You're from the East Coast. Don't you know where everything is together? But Shannon, she called me and she was like, no, yeah. I think you're right. And I was like, really? She's like, no, that's what yeah, I remember that too. You, was said, it? you were saying that it was in Boston, but it's in... Um, it is in Virginia. Well, no, but I mean... But it's in that... County. That's well, why yeah, I'm saying it's, it's not on the East Coast, Boston. but it's like... But then I retracted. I was like, it's not in Boston. I just remember no. it was, we were on the East Coast tour somewhere. So, so this area of Virginia is, I would I would say, about four hours from from New York City. So we went Boston, D.C., and New York City all on a tour so bus. So if you were so, in D.C., you would have been near okay. Mount Vernon. Then, yeah, then that's what we yeah. did. Because I just remember it. I remember all of it. Yeah, it's on the Potomac River. Yes. Potomac. Potomac. When I was there last year, my cousin lives there, and I could never say it right. Potomac. It's Potomac. like people trying to say names from here. Puyallup. Puyallup. Or Sequim. Squim. Yeah. <laughs> but it's spelled Sequim. S-E-Q-U-I-M? Sequim. Squim. Oh, yeah. A lot of Sequim. Mm-hmm. So another lead-up to the stone tape theory is something called... Psychometry. Psychometry is known as object reading, and it's the theory that thoughts or impressions about a person or a thing are received through physical t- contact with objects associated with that event or person. Mm. Like objects like photographs, personal items. You Which know, I know some mediums like can like do mm-hmm. that where they get a physical item from someone and they can mm-hmm. read the energy of that person even yeah. if they're gone. Yeah. Some, sometimes it's even the presence of a person that can bring about visions. So they psychometrist that's interesting yeah. i mean to me this this sounds like we're talking about clear tangency yes like yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it is it's a media it's mediumship through touching yeah or through um being in the same proximity as something interesting and i know some mediums do have like the ability to like do both 
Yeah. They're cognizant, Claire. Oh, there's uh, some people that have uh, various ones. There's some people who can uh, see things, smell things. Did you you ever um, see the show? He was Tyler Henry, the the medium. And he, when he would get an object from someone, I mean, obviously he was insane of reading people. I really liked him. Me too. I'm very um, skeptical. About it? Even though a lot of, of a lot of mediums. Yes. Even though you are one? Um, I would never go to somebody to pay me for a reading because I don't trust well, myself that much. But I do think that there's a lot of people that take advantage. A thousand percent. You know, yeah, so yeah. I'm very skeptical. I've hmm. been to some that I fully believe and I've been to some that I'm like, I don't know. See, I've Are been... you just reading me? Because some people are just really good at that. Right. And I think for me, I always go into it when I go to a reading with a medium where I say specific things to like who I want to connect with, which is typically my dad. And it gets brought up or so far I've gone to all good mediums. It gets brought up every time. The only medium that I've gone to that she told me some stuff and she said some stuff about my grandma that was true, but also could be like generic, whatever. Yeah. And I went through the whole reading and I left it and she talked about my husband too much. And I was so irritated and I was like, none of this makes sense. She told me my husband was in the medical field and he was worked at a winery. We lived in Australia. It was like all yeah. these things I think I've told you yeah. this before. And what I realized now is that she was reading so far in the future. Because mm-hmm. now that's now. Because all of it's been happening in the last, yeah. like, four or five years. Yeah. Instead, And this was when, God, this was probably, like, ten years ago. Twelve oh, years ago. wow. Yeah. And it was, I thought she was, I was like, oh, this lady was bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't a good reading. But then as things have been happening, I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit. She just was a person who saw, like... I mean, she was telling me things that were way in advance. So it's crazy how people's things manifest. It does. It does. There's been times where I've gone to a reading and in my head I've said, okay, this specific, I'm not going to say who or what, but I've said I want this specific thing to be brought up and I want this specific person to Mm -hmm. be, to come through. And there's this one gal that I see here in Tacoma and those were the first two things she talked about when I sat down. And these are things that I... I haven't told people. These are things well, that are so personal to me that right. it would be a reach to bring them up. So, and that's what I always do too, are the things I usually like say things to my dad that are about like a vacation that we've been on. Yeah. That was something that we only would mm-hmm. know in our family. That was like a family thing that we did. That was yeah. like, it's not, not on the internet. There's no videos of it. There's no whatever. Right. And, um, it's been like consistent every time. It's why, not every time, but like it's, it's typically what I use because I'm like, okay, yeah. this is going to be my mm-hmm. thing. And It's interesting, but I, like, as some of you know, or, like, we've talked about, like, I am in my medium abilities right now, like, or they're coming, and it's been, it's just weird. Like, it's weird, because I get shit that I, I, I can't explain how I know things, but I do sometimes, and then it just, like. I have people get, like, not upset with me, but weirded out with me when I know things are, when I say something's gonna happen, and they're, no, you're crazy, and then it happens. Yeah. Mine is not so much that, but it, mine is more like literally having someone, they come yeah. to me, uh-huh. you, you're really, a loved yeah. one, and then they show me things. Uh, this was um, specifically my friend, I talked about her in another episode, where her dad was trying to come through to me all day, and um, he did, and I finally like told <clears throat> her, even though she doesn't really know this side of me, and um, <clears throat> he came through and showed me a Thunderbird, which didn't mean anything to me, and... So I said Thunderbird to her and she was like, well, he had a tattoo of a Thunderbird. And I was like, okay, that was like, cool. We connected. That was fine. And, you know, gave her a little bit of a message that I got from him. But then I saw her like two weeks ago and he was like, or she said to me, she goes, do you know what I forgot? Because we were drinking. She was like, um, he committed suicide inside of a Thunderbird, which was a car. Wow. And I was like, 
well, shit. Like, yeah. you know, just was more Things validation. Like and yeah, I get a lot of like flowers and symbols. I'll get names. But yeah. like I said, I'm very new into what's going on with me. And I think that's one of the things that you need to do is you just need to trust it and see see if it's true or not. Well, and I always just, if people ask me to like read them or like go into something, I always say like, please don't ever feel like I am pushing something on you. If it doesn't right. resonate with you or this just doesn't make it. sense, just say it and that's mm-hmm. fine. You're not going to hurt my feelings because right. I don't want to try and like give a message where you're like, this lady's bullshit and she's making something up because that's not No, because we don't ever feel like that. Yeah. And I, like, like, and to me, it's like such a sensitive, it is so sensitive to lose someone and then want to connect to them. And then if Mm -hmm. you have someone who's like fucking with your head, Mm -hmm. like that is so wrong on so many levels. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But people do it. So you just have Mm -hmm. to be. Some people are in it for the money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think I'll ever do it for the money. I don't, I don't think, think no, I, I don't think no matter how I'll do this for the money. No, this I'll do this for the money. Yeah, because but as far as readings or anything nope. like that, I I don't think I will. No, I don't think I will either. I've thought a lot about it mm-hmm. because I've been told that I could, but yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, you, you. She reads houses. She can like tune into your houses. That's fun. Do you not want to say that? No, I'm fine with saying that. Yeah, I've she, done it for many people at this. Yeah, point. where she can like tune into your house and see if there's like something there that shouldn't be there and like all kinds. It's crazy. It's fun. There's a certain word for that. I was actually on TikTok. And Everyone drink the ticket to talk. There's somebody on there that um, does that, and there's a certain word for it. I'd have to figure out. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember either, but it's cool when you do it. Yeah. Because she'll just be like, we'll be like, I, I got to get you to tap into my sister's house, actually. So now we understand what residual hauntings are, what stone tape theory is. We're going to go into some examples of these residual hauntings. So the first example when I was uh, looking into this was Anne Boleyn's ghost. Do you know who Anne Boleyn was? Mm-mm. She was one of the wives of King Henry VIII who okay. head chop. Mm-hmm. Um, on the anniversary of her death each year, it's said that Anne Boleyn's ghost is seen riding up to, I believe it's Blickling Hall, if I say that wrong, I'm sorry, um, in a horse-drawn carriage, and she's seen wandering through the halls with her head and her hands upset. It's the same thing on the same day, Every year. Every year. Yeah. That's that is a great straight example. Straight up stone tape. Yep. I mean, if you know about Henry VIII, you know it was awful. <laughs> I don't actually know that much about him. I know that he like would... He had all these wives. And he'd and... get them killed? Mm-hmm. For what though? Um, I believe one was... Be- or a couple were that they weren't bearing him sons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one... I think one wouldn't convert to the Church of... England, okay. I want to say, and there was there was a bunch of them. He just would kill his wives yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. He wanted he felt a new wife. Necessary. He wanted a new wife, and also granted a divorce. So, but he did get a divorce at one point. I think that's part of the reason why he left. Do not quote me on this. I am not a historian. I did not research this for this episode. Yeah, but I believe one of them would not. He wasn't granted a divorce from the Pope. Okay. So that's why he kind of converted to the Church of England, or you know. Interesting. Started moving everything to the Church of England because they would give him a divorce. I'm surprised he didn't just kill her like the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Maybe he actually liked that one. Maybe. That's horrible. I just know the song. Like, I'm Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, and I know the name, obviously, but I guess I just, I'm sure I learned about it at some point, but, you know. You should watch the movie with, uh, who's that girl that played in the newer Star Wars? Uh, Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. She does the Anne Boleyn. Oh, oh, it is such a good movie. What is it? It's called The Other Bowling Girl. Interesting. All right, now I want to watch that. Yeah, and Add it's my with list. Natalie Portman, um, Eric Bana plays Henry I love Eric Bana. Mm-hmm. He's and Aussie. Is he? 
Pretty sure. Oh, I didn't know that. Eric Bana? Yeah. I'm 99.9% sure he is. I know he's English or Australian. No, wait. I gotta Google it now. No, because he was in the this movie they call it The Castle that was like this oh. classic Australian movie. I'm pretty sure. Cool. Yeah, but Natalie Portman plays Anne Boleyn and Scarlett Johansson plays Mary Boleyn. Okay, so I have definitely seen like the shorts for this, like the trailer or something. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I just have to, yeah, he's Australian. He's Australian. I, just, I had to double check that. Yes. He's in the movie called The Castle, which is like a classic Aussie now. movie that is like... All Australians know it. No American knows it. But when I went to Australia and I finally watched the movie for the first time, I finally understood all of everyone's inside jokes when movie they would night. like quote. We haven't had a movie night in a really long we time. We do need to do it. I don't know if you could handle the castle. It is an interesting one. Okay, you'd you'd have to be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious because it's all Aussie. Like it makes so much sense when you've been living there. So when right. I finally watched it after I was living there, I was like, okay, this makes sense. I mean, I'm, I feel like we're going to make you watch it anyways because Probably. then you can At talk to point. Skippy and text. <laughs> Skippy. Skippy, talk to the Aussies when Texas mom comes to town. Skippy, apparently that's not his name. No. Close enough. Yeah. All right. Um, on the RMS Queen Mary. Oh, sorry. I finished my cider and on to the next. Going with our uh, inclined lemonade tea, we've did this before so anyway it's just a classic um the rms queen mary the entire ship is extremely haunted and i think this is actually something we need to go and visit agreed many of these instances could be chopped up to stone tape theory or residual haunting agreed um there's a pool there was a pool that was below deck it's it's no longer there but it was and the same apparitions are seen in that area regularly there are some stories that i've heard of wet footprints on the concrete that are seen. Like if you've come out of a pool and you're on the concrete, you see the wet footprints. Mm-hmm. She's pouring. She's trying to make it not sound like pee as uh-huh. she's pouring the ciders. Okay, this is our uh, lemonade tea cider. This one's probably my favorite cider this of one's all so, time. I like the peach one too, but I think I like this one more. It's almost a tie for me. They're two of my favorite ciders. Know. And you know what's funny? Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Mashed potatoes. I just realized my mom's in Canada. I have to tell her to bring us back ciders. Uh, yeah, you do. Mashed potatoes? <laughs> That's some stupid shit I would say. Mashed potatoes. It comes from a this is what happens when I start drinking, you guys. It's like stupid shit I say with my sisters and my cousins, but inside jokes. I have a, I do a dance with a traffic cone on my head singing with the taters, so it's fine. To a Wiggles theme song after too many drinks in Utah, it's a standard. Anyways, continue with Where Queen Mary. I? Queen Mary. So footprints. Um, a woman in a tennis skirt is seen walking down the stairs, turning the corner, and disappearing. And that's like a regular occurrence. It never changes. That's what she does. Um, You're texting your mom right now, aren't you? Mm -hmm, Because otherwise I'm going to forget. Yep. Um, A woman in a wedding gown is often seen next to the pool with a little boy. And most often, there's a cloud of steam that will appear out of nowhere. It brings a little girl in a blue and white dress running through it, and then it all disappears. So these are things that have no interaction mm. with the people who are touring. It just happens over and over and over again. I would really love to go to see the RMS Mary. I would too. Queen Mary. Where is it at? Is in isn't it in America somewhere? I want. Um, so my is mother in San Francisco. I want to say that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I've seen it like investigated on a couple shows, like specifically Kindred Spirits, which is yeah. one of my favorites. It's in Long Beach, California. Yeah, which okay, is, I mean, which California. is not. 
Which is not hard for us to get to from here. Not at all. Like, at all. It's mm-hmm. like a two-hour flight. Huh. Mm-hmm. I might be going down there for my cousin's engagement photos, so... Oh! Maybe you can come with me. So there's another place that I really, really want to go to, and I actually have a friend that lives over here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Edinburgh Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the castle has... Like, like in Scotland? S- yeah, yeah, in Scotland. Like, there's so many stories here. Um, this castle has so many stories of spirits and hauntings and on the castle and the grounds itself. Have you ever seen a picture of it? It is. Yes, yeah, I like, it's feel kind like of like up on the and it's like mossy and yeah, stony it's, and it's beautiful, so beautiful outlander vibes. Yeah, my friend will be there, like just in Edinburgh, and she'll take a picture of her and her kids, and it's just like this glorious castle in the background that unreal. Looks like it's... But those would you think about the kind of things that is seen? Mm-hmm. We're gonna do an episode on fairies soon. Like I fully believe that fairies are in this area. Oh, it's like they have to be. Yeah, they have to be. And yeah. they just kind of came over here with people. With people. Well, or that their portals were opened. Or their portals were opened. Hmm. Interesting. There's actually a TikTok the other day by a... Um, Drake. Yeah. By a native gal that talked about the little people and her experience with them. And so I messaged her asking if this is similar to like the Celtic or Gaelic fairies. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard back yet, but I would really like to see if there's a correlation between the two. I have one of my really good friends is native, so maybe I'll ask her if yeah. she knows anything about that. She's the one I was talking about, the Thunderbird I'll story I'll give you with. the name of this being. Yes, because I that saved would be it. awesome. Because she would, she's like, she would probably know or be, know the right people to ask. Yeah, they, they, she referred to these beings as the the small people or the wee people. So I that's do also what, wonder if that could be like the gnome, yeah. um, not gnomes, but like well, what is gnomes, gnomes. Gnomes are in the realm of fairies. Fairies, wee people, like brownies, gnomes, those sort of things. Yeah. I'm going to New York, meaning I just got back from New York because we're trying time traveling within this podcast, and I'm super excited for my daughter to possibly or have already have seen a fairy fireflies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a great memory of um, visiting family on the East Coast that in New Jersey that owned a winery, and we went out there for like a big family reunion, and. I remember chasing fireflies with my cousins, and I just remember it being so magical because mm-hmm. we do not have fireflies. For uh, people who do not know, on the west yeah. coast, we don't have them. I think um, west of the Rockies, you don't have them. Yeah, it's it's such a thing that you like see in movies and everything. And I think I grew up with. I them. think people realize they're real, but also I don't know it. But it, when you see them for the first time, you're like, it's magic. Oh. We used to go out with you know mason jars, and yes. you would catch, catch them, them. Yeah. and then you'd have them in the jar, and then you you're supposed to let them go afterwards. R.I.P.s. I hope. Mm-hmm. But I Sounds remember like I grew died. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, you know, growing up in Vermont in the middle of the woods. I mean, it was, there were lightning bugs, fireflies everywhere. Are those the same thing? Lightning yeah. bugs and fireflies? Yeah. Their butts light up. It's so cool though. It is really cool. Have you ever seen phosphorescence? No. I would, re- that's in the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. I would, lo- have you? Oh yeah. I would love to see them. Where? Um, our property in Canada all the time. Also, when I was on a sailboat. For a month, as a um, 16-year-old during the summer camp we went to, we stopped the boat, like, in the middle of a channel when the phosphorescence was out, and we got so to it's jump up out. Yeah. I think of that only in, like, Fiji or, like, No, no, no. I, I'll be honest. It's, it's an algae, so I'm not sure exactly where it, it occurs, okay. but I know that we always get it up at our property, 
um, and up in that vicinity, like where the summer camp is that my kids go to in, in the San Juan that. Islands. That is so It cool. is the most magical looking shit ever. I bet. Mr. Boo Boo jumped off of one of the top of one of our boats into it and glowed like a, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it, sorry, the, the lightning bugs reminded me of that because it's just such one of those cool, like, it's almost like a spiritual experience when yeah, you see those. Yeah, I would those. love it's to like, see that. Yeah. Maybe take me to Canada. I'll t- I told you that. I was going to get my I'm passport. I'm sure every episode yeah. I say, take me here. Take me here. Yeah, I'm going take to take you there. Here. Also, like, as soon as we tour, we'll go to all the places. Probably Perfect. not Canada. I'll just take you to Canada. We need to go to Canada to record for a few days. No, I think we do. Because that like, would be for solid. Sure. We could get, like, two months' worth of episodes done. Easily. Really, though. Easily. We could, because there's nothing else to do there besides fish and I don't chill. like fish. But you would like fishing. I don't believe in killing something if I'm not going to eat it. Well, I will eat it. All right, if you eat it. I'll eat it. Okay. I make the best little fish we nugs. Because of the story. Rock cod. <laughs> no. Edinburgh Castle. Squirrel! <laughs> <laughs> the most fam- famous ghost of Edinburgh Castle is the young bagpipe boy. So, hundreds of years ago, secret tunnels were discovered at the castle. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure there's still things to be discovered oh, at that yeah. castle. Um, the opening of the tunnel was said to be very small, so the men couldn't fit through very easily. So they found a young boy, and he could fit through, and they sent him down and they put, gave him bagpipes, so that when he was going into the tunnels and under the streets mm-hmm. level, he would play the bagpipes and they'd be able to hear him mm-hmm. and kind of follow where these tunnels went. Al was going well, and they were following, and then the bag... You're like... I just know where it's going. The bagpipes abruptly stopped. Um, The men did manage to get through the tunnel, which kind of makes me mad, because they should have managed to get through the tunnel to begin with, and sending a child down down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they started looking for him through these tunnels, but he was was never found. Um, The boy was presumed dead, dead, and the tunnels were blocked up. Um... Nowadays, people walking above the ground, like in the same path as this tunnel, will often hear the muffled sound of bagpipes coming from under the ground. Crazy. Other reports hear drums, because he could have been had drums instead of bagpipes. Mm-hmm. The story, we're not quite sure. Um, they report hearing drums and saying that they caught glimpses of a headless drummer boy roaming the halls. If things caved in on him, that could have been a very yeah, real possibility. Yeah, yeah. Um, some, some say... Also, drums could be like him beating on something, trying to yep. get attention. That's yep. what that sounds like to me more than it sounds like actual drums. Yeah. Like that he was trying to get help. Get attention. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some say that whenever the boy's spirit is spotted, that the castle will soon come, come into atta- under attack. He was first seen in 1650... Right at right before Oliver Cromwell attacked the castle, so before certain battles or certain attacks, he's on the scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. sad. It's very sad. <clears throat> also at Edinburgh Castle, um, there were mass witch trials in the 16th and 17th century. You did say this earlier. You're saying yeah. that you pull. Mm-hmm. Um, it's reported that roughly 300 alleged witches were imprisoned and tortured. At the castle before being executed on Castle Hill. I'm not going to go into a lot of the witch trials here because I want to do an actual episode, episode on it. Yeah. Scottish witch trials. Um, but this is a good example of residual haunting. One of the witches captured and tried at Edinburgh Castle was Lady Janet Douglas of Glamis. She was accused of witchcraft and conspiring to kill King James V. Not, not great. Not great. Not great. They tortured her servants. 
until they confessed that Lady Janet was indeed a witch. And then Lady Janet Douglas was burnt at the stake in 1537, with her young son being forced to watch. You mean that awful. She tor- they tortured the people living with her until they confessed something, so they stopped being tortured, and she yeah. probably wasn't a witch at all. Yeah, coerced, coerced, coerced confession. Yeah. Yep, awesome. which still happens to this day. It does still happen to this day. Um, visitors of the castle report seeing the spirit of a woman who is presumed to be Lady Janet Douglas, and she's often seen just roaming the halls and weeping. Again, no interaction with humans, right. just roaming the halls and weeping. Not like the chef from Gettysburg who would like pull on people's aprons. Right, strings. that is it's not a residual different. haunting. Yep. No. That is an actual haunting. Nay, poltergeist? Could that yeah, be? Yeah, that, that, I think Because when they're like physically moving things. Or touching or, mm-hmm. yeah, that goes. I would not fully say poltergeist. Poltergeist to me is more like throwing shit across the room. But I also like, I guess I don't know the definition of poltergeist to be able to say that accurately. We'll get into it. Well, just we... different types of hauntings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. Um, next, we have the wheelbarrow ghost. Wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow. Wheel barrow. 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 Barrel? Barrow. It's not barrel. I know that. It's barrow. It just sounds funny. No, I know. That's why I was saying it repeatedly with you and saying barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I was being an asshole. Jeez. She's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> So this is at the Winchester house, which you've been to, right? I have been there, which that is one of the, I think I went there as a young child and it was one of the first times I ever experienced what it was like to feel energy in a place. I want to go. That's in California. Yeah. I really And it go. really fucked with me because it is, it, there's, there's fucked up energy in Ooh, that there's house. There's a lot there. Yeah. There's a lot But it there. was, I was probably like 10 or 12, I think. And it was the first time I like had a moment of being like, there, why do I feel like this? Why right. am I experiencing I remember these? when I first started feeling that way. Yeah. But you don't know it because... No. You, you don't know. I don't no. know. And you're I was like, told that hell? you're not supposed to have yeah. that sort of thing. And I was in, like, well, it was welcomed from my mom, but it also, like, you don't know how to explain it when it's first happening to you if right. it's not happening to anyone else in your life. Where our or kids, if you've not been told about it. Right. Our kids are fully aware. Yeah. Too aware. <laughs> probably probably we messed them up you sure did oh man um so it was very tragic there was a worker named jonathan hawthorne who was building the winchester house and he lost his life while working on the grounds um, he'd been pushing a heavy wheelbarrow filled with construction materials he stumbled and fell and all the contents fell on top of him oh that's him. a sad way to go so sarah winchester she was she had a heart mm-hmm. she like didn't this this destroyed her she Mm. felt so bad um she believing that her like ongoing construction was responsible for hawthorne's death she became convinced that his spirit had become trapped within the house so to pacify his restless soul she wanted to honor him and set his spirit free the legend goes that sarah commissioned the construction of a special room in memory of jonathan hawthorne Mm -hmm. And that the room would have forever hold his spirit, which I don't yeah. know how that's setting him free, but that's what yeah. it says. More like traps him, but yeah. if you don't understand it, yeah, you know. She's trying to honor him. She's she trying was, to she was trying to do the right thing, but yeah. possibly didn't. Right. Um, this room was known as the wheelbarrow chamber. It still sounds weird. Wheelbarrow. Barrel. Barrel. Barrow. Barrow. Now, barrel. I'm saying barrel now because I we- messed myself up. Wheelbarrow. Barrow. Barrow. See? I did it. <laughs> Anyway, wheelbarrow. <clears throat> Say it real um, fast. 
It was designed very specifically. Um, it was adorned with intricate wooden carvings of wheelbarrows constructed all around the room. Mm-hmm. There was rumors starting to spread among the workers and visitors of the Winchester house that the wheelbarrow chamber was haunted. People often saw a shadowy figure resembling figure resembling a man pushing a wheelbarrow and roaming the corridors of the house. Mm-hmm. Other people said they heard eerie creaks and groans as if somebody was pushing something yeah. on the ground. That's another example because it never the spirit the haunting never interacted with people. Right. It just was there. Was there. Um, next we go on to Bar Harbor, the Bar Harbor Ghost, which is in Maine. Mm-hmm. I love Maine. I grew up going there all the time. Have yep. you ever been? No. Never <gasps> been to Maine. To go to Maine. I would love to go to Maine. Have you it ever watched beautiful. the movie The Ghost of Mrs. Muir? Nope. Oh, we need to. It's an, it's an older movie with Rex Harrison. Harrelson? Harrelson? Still don't know. The guy from My Fair Lady. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Gotcha. And he plays this old sea captain, and this this widow buys this. Oh, we're talking house. about like old, old movies. Old, old, black and white. I love them. Yeah. You would love this movie. Okay. I own it on DVD. You I have, have a DVD player. Do you? I do. It's sitting right out there. Perfect. DVD player. It's it's a great movie. Like yeah. this is old sea captain that haunts the house, and he wants to write a book, and she writes it for it. Like it's oh just, very it's cool. Beautiful, okay. but it's on the coast of Maine. Yes, gorgeous. And the big bluffs there. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. I always think of that movie when I think of Maine. Um, so in the Bar Harbor area, there's a... So in Bar Harbor, there's some buildings there. And there's this one story of a woman named Mary Margaret who died when her fiancé took off right before their wedding. Mm-hmm. She was said to storm up to the third floor of this building and in her wedding dress and hang herself. Yeah. Oh. Um, so... She was found swinging from the beams, mm-hmm. and oftentimes people will hear footsteps storming up the stairs or see the her apparition of her going up the stairs or swinging from a beam. Interesting. Yeah. Again, always the same thing. All of these things are all the same thing happening over and over again with no interaction right. to a person. And that is... Stone tape theory. And also, for everyone, I think we... Well, we did touch on this, but like... There are definitely some people who are more in tune to this. Yeah. And so even people who don't realize they're in tune to it sometimes will see these things and not realize that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a big part of that is like, if you're, you're, you don't always have to be aware that you have like, well, everyone has abilities. Yeah. Everybody By has. the way, BT mm-hmm. dubs, you just have to choose to tap into it or not. There's a whole part of our brains that basically people don't use at all. Yeah. And so a lot of times when people are seeing this and some people are hearing it, some people are seeing it, mm-hmm. like it has to do with being claircognizant, clairvoyant, claire, all the clairs. all the things and everybody is a version of something. You just mm-hmm. tap into it or you don't. Yeah. And there's even like, in, I think most places, especially most historic places have instances of residual haunting or the stone tape theory, as well as actual, actual spirits, spirits who are, who are interacting exactly. with you. Um, when I was in New Hampshire last year at the Mount Washington Hotel, there was all these stories of these things. Well, if you go here, you'll see this blood stain. If you go here, you'll see... And it's just the same thing over and over and over again. Right. But there's also stories of you seeing people walking the halls and interacting with people. Or so, you, you think that they're a worker because they're interacting with you, right. but they're not. There's also something to be said about people's energy when they come into these places, like the fear that they might bring with them mm-hmm. or the... Um, oh, that's a good those, point. That That's a really good that point. That also like makes can amp things up. 
or that can match the energy of, of the situation that happened exactly. and create those occurrences. Yes. So there, that is a whole nother, that's almost like another episode of something else, but like there is anything that happens between human beings mm-hmm. and well, just from a human being is energy again. Yep. And so if there's a lot of fear going into something like it can turn something into something else. Because it kind of sets the tone for the experience exactly. that you're going to have. Exactly. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. But And scary, but mm-hmm. kind of what it is. Yeah. So I think I just think it's very interesting because when you hear of hauntings, you, you think of spooky ghosts all right. over the place. But that's not always the case. They're not always aware. They're not always mm-hmm. trying to mess with you. And they also it's are just, just replaying. And if they are grumpy, spooky ghosts, it means that they're grumpy that you're in their space because they don't realize they're gone. Or they do realize they're gone and they're like, get they the fuck out of my house or my area. And they're, they're like, bye. That's when you need to call in a bio exorcist. Mm-hmm. If you're a spirit and something is in your house, you call in a bio exorcist. What am I refer- referring to? What am I referring to? I don't know. Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah, there it is. A bio exorcist. That's yes. what he calls himself. I thought you were thinking of like real life. I was no! like, no. Oh, that's okay. Didn't get the movie quote. My bad. My bad, everybody. You know that movie was filmed in Vermont, and they're filming the new one in the same place. Yes, they are doing another one. That's exciting. So exciting. I am excited. About I'm that. so excited with Michael Keaton one. too, and and uh, Winona Ryder. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Okay. Get to watch that probably next year. I'm guessing they're filming it now. Probably. I want to see the new um, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that looks good. That looks really. That good. looks good. Um, all right, guys. So that is it. Yeah, if you have any stories of residual hauntings or any hauntings or alien encounters or cryptid sightings, anything like that, please email us at lunaticsuitpodcast at gmail.com. Go to our website at lunaticsuitpodcast.com. Yep, we have a few spots on there where you can send in your listener stories. Recommend ciders. Uh, Tell us anything you feel like we need to know. Do you think we're batshit crazy? Do you have questions? Like, you can ask us anything. We aren't experts, to be clear. I think we all know that, but... We're learning. I hope you're learning with us. I hope, I hope you, us. you know, yeah. get an experience out of it and let us know. And um, you can will... find us on Instagram at Lunatic Soup Podcast as and, well as on TikTok. And Facebook and YouTube. Um, and for now, I hope you get a glass of Lunatic Soup and enjoy the rest of your night. Not while you're driving. And also just, you know, be aware because when you walk into a place and you feel the energy, it might be real. <gasps> Gasp. Gasp. All right, guys, have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye.